What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Brother MT, and we're here with another Metric Mate Minute podcast. On the Metric Mate Minute podcast, we cover leaders from all over the world telling you about how they do what they do, why they do what they do, and how staying fit keeps them in their best mindset. Let's go. What's going on, everybody, man? Welcome to the Metric Mate Minute. This is your boy, Brother MT. And as always, we try to bring you some of the best leaders, best movers, best shakers, best game changers in the industry to talk about themselves, what they do, and give you an insight into how fitness keeps them at the peak of their game. And this week, is, of course, I say this every week. It's no different, man. We got my boy, Brandon Allen here. Amazing guy, known him for a long time, bro. And as you know, it's not my job to introduce anybody. They know themselves better than I do. So go ahead, B, tell them about yourself, what you do, and why I think you're so dope, bro. Hey, well, Strick, thank you very much for you setting the table and the bar real high for me. So let me see if I can match that intensity. You know, it's hard for me to talk about myself, but we we have known each other for a long time. We met each other at college at at Morehouse, and and it's been great to see how you've grown over the years. I'm glad that I can be here with the metric mate, but a little bit about myself. I work in the software industry and technology. I, I work with a company called Elastic, and we specialize in search. And what I do is I work in an area called the deal desk. So it's kind of a combination of working with contracts and software contracts and then analyzing the legal aspects of that, I should say, and then also adding in a little bit of the financial aspect of those contracts, making sure that all of the things that we're doing are within the financial regulations inside the building and outside as well. So that's kind of the macro level view of what I do day to day. But yeah, I've, as you said, I've known you for a long time and, and I'm glad that you're on this endeavor. Fitness is very important to me. So when you called about the opportunity, I was more than happy to be able to, to jump in and hopefully be able to provide the people some that they can uh, use in their life on a day-to-day basis. No, man, without a doubt, brother, without a doubt. So, dude, lawyer, <laughs> software, how the hell did hey, we get here? <laughs> you, it's, it's, we've, we've had this combo, but um, I'm one of those people that I'm the guy that if you have a non-traditional career path or if you're ever just trying to figure out what you're going to do with the skill sets that you've developed over the years, I guess you could use me as a perfect example of how to utilize that. You kind of mentioned the lawyer thing. I I did go to law school after I graduated from Morehouse um, at Florida Coastal School of Law in Jacksonville, Florida. Had a wonderful experience uh, there. Got to meet a lot of great people. And um, law school wasn't as bad when you're living on the beach. So I got to, you know, pretty much live on the beach and study. Say that one more time. Everybody's going to relate to that. (laughs) Everybody's going to relate to that. Now, Jacksonville ain't, we look, look, we're not talking about, you know, Miami Beach or, you know, Turks and Caicos or anything crazy like that. But it was nice to be able to be by a nice body of water be able to go to school and kind of clear your mind and, and meditate. And, and we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later. But no, I once I was in school, I realized that I had no desire to be an attorney day to day. Now, and the scary thing about that is you've already gone through the three years of law school. You know, you're sitting for these bars, you're trying to figure out what firm you want to be with. So you've always known me to be a little bit of a non-traditional person. I, I started just to do some research and kept coming across the fact, of course, that technology was going to be a major, major, major component in pretty much every industry that's out there. Big data, data analysis. And so I started to do the research on how I could pair my undergrad degree in econ with my three years of, of schooling in Jacksonville in, in law school. And the deal desk was the marriage, uh, the perfect marriage. So I kind of got lucked out. I was really, really fortunate at the onset of my career to have a manager that kind of brought me in 
taught me the ropes and really showed me that I could really develop a career path with my skill set when I was really searching. So how I got here is really just a lot of hard work and prep and then being willing and ready to take advantage of the opportunity when it presented itself, man. I'm uh, just like anybody else, a little luck is involved, but I'm really thankful for my path now that I can, you know, kind of look back on it because there were definitely some moments of anxiety and stress when I, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with this uh, law degree that I had settled myself with. But um, great experience, and, and I'm happy that it's worked out the way it has. That was dope. Your story is the story of a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people see the jobs and the, the things they're going to school for and the things they're pursuing as one thing, when in actuality, there's a whole myriad of ways that you can utilize that knowledge that ability, those transferable skills, as me and the wife talk about all the time. And for you to be able to find something that's at an intersection of two things that you enjoy like that, that's dope. That's dope. It's been very rewarding. And I appreciate that. Thank you very much, man. But like, it's been rewarding. And and I really try to tell people that as much as possible, because particularly people that have my background, you know, you know, people that have been to law school, you know, people that have masters and really just anybody, you can be, you know, any age, A lot of times there's, I think, a lot of pressure on people to try to figure out what they're supposed to do or what I'm supposed to be doing. And I've come to just kind of come to grips with the fact that life is just a journey. And I don't really try to answer those questions as much as more as just try to do things that feel right to me and invest in those things and do the work prep. You know, you still got to work hard and all that, but your life has a funny way of working itself out when you do what you're supposed to be doing. So I'm lucky in that regard, but We'll see how it continues to go. I'm glad I found it, though. That That's for sure. That's dope. That's dope. So as far as what could be coming next and what you do, what would that look like? What would a next step look like for Brandon Allen? That's a great question. You know, for me, I guess career-wise right now, I'm just now getting into this organization. I think I've been there coming up now. I'm still very new, four or five months. So for me, it's continuing to get embedded in, in my specific organization's culture, really, really learn the role, really continue to learn my teammates and learn about my colleagues. You know, we're a distrib- distributed company. So, you know, we're all over the globe. And because of COVID, of course, we're not able to really interact with one another. So really building those bonds as we're continuing to try to grow the business, working on that. And, and then personally, just really trying to continue to do the same, building myself every day, mind, body, and spirit. One of the things I love about Metric Mate is it's kind of centered around those goals of being healthy, you know, for people that are working constantly that have hectic lifestyles that are goal oriented, it kind of fits right in the mold of that. And so um, it's even important to me as I'm working, you know, take five or 10 minutes there, really be mindful, you know, just not think about anything related to work, just clear myself. Same thing with uh, getting into the gym. You know, I I don't do as good as I should do, but I've definitely gotten a lot better just about being really meticulous about getting those 30 minutes in keeping myself sharp. And I think all of that's been a benefit for my career development. So I'm, I'm just looking to, to grow in those areas, continuing to, to build with my team at work and then continuing to learn more about the industry itself and then continue to grow as a man. I think we talked a little bit off camera, but I've got a, a young a young one at home now, 15 months. And so it's a different motivation. Yeah, it's a different motivation. Pump and then uh, the yeah. wallet, wallet getting hit. Uh, <laughs> ah, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a great joy. It gives me a different perspective. So I'm just trying to be the best person that I can be for him as a father, and then professionally for my colleagues as a teammate, so that we can continue to grow. No, without a doubt, bro. Without a doubt. 
So you talked about being fit, being in shape, being being active right. in as many ways as possible. How does that help you continue to drive and, and be that team member, be that team leader, be that leader in life now that you have the young man looking at you, <laughs> <laughs> saying, seeing what's going on? How, how oh, does that fit mind, body, and spirit help you continue to be great at those? It's extremely important. It's been extremely helpful and beneficial. I've just come to find for me personally, when I'm consistent about treating my body right, balancing my body, you've known me for a long time. You mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast. And you know, I like to enjoy myself. So I like to have fun. I'm very social, but I like to try, you have to balance that with with taking care of yourself. So I've been a lot more proactive about trying to be better with my diet, be better about being uh, more scheduled with working out and making that time and not making excuses. And it's really helped me not just to have more energy on the job and to be more focused and actually to perform better, have a higher level of uh, efficiency, but Really just to that level of confidence boosting when you feel good, there's something that's to that. And it and it really has helped me discipline myself, particularly speaking about having kids now. That discipline is so, so important. I'm, I'm finding out each and every day. And so being able to discipline myself by getting into the gym, whether it's for 30 minutes, you know, whether I have an hour, even if it's just like a 20 minute quick little, you know, push up, pull up. Anything to kind of get the blood run, rushing is good. And then for me too, being that I also officiate basketball as a hobby, it's important that I keep up with the young bucks. You know, these kids are getting bigger, faster, stronger, and I'm getting older, older, older. So if I'm going to keep up with those guys and, and, and try to stay on the, stay on the floor, I got to make sure that I'm in shape. So it really does help in all aspects of life. See, this, this is my thing. When I tell you to introduce yourself to people, <laughs> when I say, hey, community, this is my guy. This is what he do. I'm not here to bust you out. <laughs> Be like, yeah, and this guy didn't tell you that he's running up and down the court with these young cats all the time. I remember that. Please tell the people more about that aspect of your physical routine. Okay, yeah. So I've, I've been um, officiating basketball now as what most people will call a referee, probably for since 2013, I think, 2013, 2012. Mostly do just high school in the Atlanta area, but I've had some opportunities to do some higher level ball, some work with some college, some college age kids and see how they do. I've done some stuff at Georgia Tech. It's great to be connected to the game. I love the game. I played my entire life. Obviously, I stopped when I got to college. I mean, you you knew me, so I, I didn't have the frame necessarily for uh for for uh for any kind of NCAA competition. But being able to stay close to the game and really having a love and a passion for the game, this allows me to do that and stay in shape. And I really have so much more of an appreciation now for the men and women that put on that black and white and go out there really in all sports, but it's extremely difficult. And I think people think that they can do it when they, when they see it on TV and it looks obvious, but there's so much that you're trying to account for at a given moment. It's very difficult, but staying in shape is extremely important for that because I do take it seriously when I do it. I, I took this year off. Um, I spoke to you off camera because of uh, everything that's going on with COVID this year, but it's really, really important for me to, to stay in shape. And just like I try to give my best foot forward in the corporate office, you know, when I'm on the court and I'm officiating a game, whether it's 
you know, some kids on a Saturday for a, a red game or an AAU game or, you know, it's a state playoff or, you know, regional playoff game or something of that nature. You just want to make sure you give the kids the best foot forward because they deserve it, right? They work hard every day in practice, right? So it's the same thing just as if I was working, uh, just when I go to work, I know all my colleagues are working hard like I am putting in the hours. So I want to put forth my best foot forward. So staying in shape is imperative if you want to actually officiate and, and I think do a good job. For all those officials out there that don't work out, y'all know who you are. <laughs> don't, don't put them out there like that, man. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> but no, that's dope, man. That's amazing. We just saw not too long ago they had the first black full officiating committee for the NFL. So making sure that we are involved, we are a part of those types of, of endeavors in our free time, in our spare time to not only give back to, to the teams, but also pat our wallets a little bit and make sure that we <laughs> and, and see those awesome stuff, man. That's that's amazing, bro. That's amazing. So I'm glad you shared that with the community. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, I try to, you know, especially this year since I'm taking off, I try because I miss it. I miss being out there. But, you know, I'm trying to We talked about being disciplined and being responsible for the young ones. Got a little man at home. So I I said, let me let this come to a head, this COVID situation, and then I'll be right back out there with my Fox 40 and my my stripes ready to go. <laughs> throwing throwing teas to anybody that gets in my way. Hey, get, <laughs> you, you talking? Let's get it off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Great stuff. Great stuff, dude. Well, appreciate everything that you shared with the community, man. You're, you're continuing to be a leader. You continue to be awesome. But I got to ask you this question because I ask every guest that come on, if you had one hope diamond size piece of advice to give to the community as they continue to push through, as they continue to find where their career should sit them and, and where they should be manifesting themselves in society and being a better person, what would you give the community to help them move towards being that person? That is a fantastic question. The first thing that pops into my mind, and it may just be because I'm kind of thinking of myself, but not in a selfish way or a self-centered way, but the best advice I think I can give is to tell people just to get out of your own way. Don't be your own enemy. Don't overcomplicate things. I think for myself personally, when we were talking about that career, I was so worried about meeting a certain standard and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And it's great to have goals and to have desires and things that you want to accomplish. But in the grand scheme of life, none of us are that important where we can't just work on the little things every day, just being a better person, you know, being a, a more dependable friend, working a little bit harder. I started focusing on maybe doing those things more as, as opposed to, you know, focus on where I was supposed to be and kind of got out of my way and just let the work kind of speak for itself. And that was difficult for me. But I think that's probably the advice I would give to people as you're trying to find your career. Be open to anything, put in the work, and make sure you're not getting in your own way. Just don't take yourself too seriously. Uh, each day is a new day to get it right. So as long as you have breath in your body, you have an opportunity. Well, damn. <laughs> I, I, I can't say anything after that, dude. Like, that was perfect, man. Just... Be who you're going to be. Be who you're going to be. And be comfortable and be happy who you're going to be. Try to treat other people with respect, with kindness, and then be comfortable in who you are going to be. And walk in that and then just do the work, man. Do the work and then see where 
see where your journey leads you. I'm still, I'm still finding out where mine's taking me. So each day is a new experience, man. A new experience on that roller coaster called life. Bruh, if y'all can't tell by this fancy background, this is a smooth brother right here. And he just delivered on all of the smoothness with that one, man. Oh, but it's, man. it's the absolute truth. He's giving you the honest to God, man. If, if you continue to follow, you continue to push and you continue to be who you are, then you will find where you're supposed to be. Don't force it. Don't try to make it happen. Just be. And as opportunities come, say yes. My boy said yes to the podcast. And I gave hey. him an opportunity. He was like, I'm going to come on. Like, why not? And you know what? It's important. Just like saying yes, you got to support your people. And I, I love what you're doing at Metric Mate. I think it's an awesome concept. It's something that is needed, particularly in our community. I love to see so many different people, but particularly African-Americans, Black Americans, really reaching goals and getting new levels of financial freedom and getting careers popping off and rocketing off. But the most important aspect of all of that is to make sure that we're healthy. And so I love the fact that you're trying to give back to all people who are out there trying to work hard every day to make sure that they keep in mind that they have to keep their mind, body, and soul centered if they're really going to be at their ultimate peak level. So I appreciate what you're doing with Metric Mate, man. And I definitely will be sending you some info so I can get on that list so I can get that app downloaded as soon as you guys release it. No, without a doubt, man. And we appreciate all the support without a doubt, man. That, that, that's the stuff that keeps us moving, man. For, yeah, for sure, for sure. So let's go ahead and let everybody know, man, where they can find you, where they can get in contact with you, where they can learn more about B. Allen, man. What's up? Yeah, no, everybody can really just pretty much find me on LinkedIn. I have a Facebook. I'm on Facebook as well. I'm going to be quite honest with you. Is all that being technically, I'm not, LinkedIn is the place to find me. I will share my LinkedIn profile with Strick and I will let him get that to the people is because LinkedIn has a million Brandon Allens. It's Brandon Allen, something, 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 something. But with all that being said, that's the best place to link up with me. And please, of course, if anybody ever wants to just connect, um, talk about uh, careers in tech, talk about officiating, talk about anything, I'm always open and willing to explore and to talk and to grow my network and to help other people. Each one reach one, each one teach one. So LinkedIn is the best place to find me. I will give that information to Strick and make sure that it's given to you guys and posted uh, when the when the clip comes out. But I want to thank you again, Strick, for allowing me to come on here and to, to speak with you, brother. It's always a pleasure. And I'm certainly looking forward to everything that Metric Mate is going to do. I know you guys are going to do great things, man. Man. Appreciate you, man. That that means more than you know. And we got it on wax, so can't nobody say it wasn't ever said <laughs> by the infamous Brandon Allen out here, bro. This has been another Metric Mate Minute, man. We've brought you another amazing guest. We can't do any more than that. He was sprinkling gems. He was giving you all types of information about how you can be a better person. And that's the only thing that I can really do for you is give you the information. So check us out next week. We'll come out with another Metric Man Minute, another amazing guest. We'll tell you what it is when it gets ready to happen. Until then, this has been your boy, Brother MT. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everybody joining. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Man, thanks everybody for joining us for another Metric Mate Minute. We appreciate everybody that comes through and shows us love in the Metric Mate community. Make sure that you stop over at themetricmate.com to find out more information about the podcast, about what we're doing, any of our blog information, the transcript of the show, and just to show us massive support. Also remember to follow us on social media at Metric Mate. Check us out, y'all. Peace. Peace.